Hi, everyone. This Hi. is. Oh. No. I was not. Oh. This is the Weird World Podcast. I'm not talking to two people with me. I'm Dean. I'm Emma. I'm Carrie. I'm, so I'm not going to talk to you. So you can say it <laughs> but I'm not going to respond. Okay, good. I just can make, do a lecture. Just, just do a lecture. Or I'll chat with Emma. I suppose you could do that too. This is going to be a story from Carrie. And I think we should have a warning for all people who love animals that this might be a little traumatic for you. Yes. If you're vegan, maybe skip this one. I think the vegan thing is okay. I don't think, well, maybe. I don't know, to be no, honest. No, no, usually vegan. I just, I just know this involves animals, and it's, it's, yeah. it's not going to be. Got and it. when we do get to a certain part, I will give a little warning. Gotcha. Okay. Shall we start? I like animals, and I'm still going to listen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. This is a little story. About the Zanesville, Ohio Zoo massacre. That gives you a little hint. Well, a little way foreshadowing to <laughs> destroy the suspense. Okay. And if you live in Ohio, I'm sure you already know this story. Maybe not. I d- true. That's it's yeah. very possible. Sure. I'm sure I know, you know about a whole lot of things that happen in California. Yeah, but you yeah. Okay then. <laughs> there you go. But this became a national thing. What year? Should I, should I start a timeline? 2011. 2000, uh, what now? <laughs> don't, Girl. You know not to say that. That's the way they do it on podcasts, well, I hear. Don't. Uh, 2011 Zanesville. I don't remember hearing about this. This isn't me ringing neither. with me. And I was a conscious being at the time. Me too. You weren't that conscious. 11? I was pretty conscious. You're pretty stoned. <laughs> yeah, I was super stoned. <laughs> well, anyway, Dean, start your timeline. I did, I, 2011. I, I have... A time and a date. <gasps> oh, wow. This is the best thing ever. <laughs> a little bit before 5 o'clock p.m. on the evening of October 18th, 2011. Uh, a real nice retired 7th grade science school teacher named Sam Kopchak was leaving his house and going to, they had like, a, they have horses. And so he went to the little paddock behind his house to to go check on his horse that he just bought nine days before. Was it a pony? Was uh, it a baby horse? Was his don't, color Rowan? I don't think it was a baby. His name was Red. He was mm, a okay. some kind of Pinto. A Pinto. Pinto. Yes. Not the car. Okay. A p- or the bean. <laughs> and the uh, Red, the horse, was acting a little skittish. So Sam notices on the other side of the fence, separating his land from his neighbor, Terry Thompson's land, that Terry's horse also seemed to be super agitated. Mm. And then he noticed. I would think my first thought would be flood or volcanic eruption. That the, well, and the animals know. The horses were kind of circling. Earthquake. And, you know, it's. It's dusk-ish, right? Because it's October, almost sure, five o'clock. Sure. I don't know. And so at, I know the entire timeline of when dusk hits throughout the year <laughs> at what date. So yes, I'm assuming, I do know that. I'm making an assumption. And so he sees Terry's horses kind of circling. And when you know you can see a when he could see a break in the circle of horses, mm. he saw like a dark, shadowy something <gasps> oh in the God. circle. Oh, this better be a Sasquatch. I think it's an alien. Well, I, I would. You know what? I'd accept either one. Yeah. When. The dark shape in the circle broke out of the circle. No. That's when Sam Wait, saw. 
The dark shape is in the middle of the circle? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's, so they're circling something? Yeah. The horses are circling around something. That's cult wow. vibes. Cult, alien, yeah. Yeah, Western yeah, vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm loving it so far. Okay. Well, it's not cult or alien. It was a black bear. A black <gasps> bear? Oh, Why don't no. they just run away? Oh, they're they're fenced in. Yeah. So they're running in circles around a black bear. Yes. Hmm. Interesting. And, Interesting. you know, Sam wasn't super alarmed. Because he knows, he lives with his 84-year-old mother in his house. And he thought, Shh, I can run faster than her, so if the bear comes <laughs> after it, I'm going to win. Well, he knows that, well, first of all, this black bear wasn't really big. Mm. It was also running away from him, oh. not toward him. So the horses are, are the horses actually bullying this bear and we actually should take this out of the bear? In this <laughs> I don't know. Seems like it. And the, he knows, you know, he and his mom know, oh yeah, the Thompsons have some exotic animals over there. Oh, really? There's like a like a hill, I think, in between the two properties, so he doesn't have a good line of sight. He can't see mm. completely onto his neighbor's property. His neighbor's property is like 73 acres, so wow. I'm assuming his is fairly large, too. Oh, it's, I think that's the Thompson's bear. You better oh, go get Terry. I don't just the Thompson's. No well, idea why this other accent. But. So he was going to put red Where is Zill within Ohio? It's about... An hour east of Columbus. East of Columbus, so it's kind of east central Ohio. Yeah. Toward Pennsylvania. Sure. <laughs> so he decided he's going to go put Red in the barn okay. and then go back to the house and rescue the bear. Do you know report to the Thompsons? Hey, you got a oh. you got a bear loose out there. Okay. But before he could make it to the barn, he saw something else. Uh oh! Now it's a Sasquatch. R. An alien. Or <laughs> Closer by, just ahead of them on the other side of the fence, so it's still on the Thompson's a land. Okay. Just sitting on the ground, but facing them, him and Red, was a fully grown male African lion. Oh, okay. Now that's <gasps> oh my <God>. dangerous. <laughs> oh, my God. They'll kill you. Yes. People don't realize They're how bare- big... Lions, especially male African lions, they are massive. They're yeah. huge. huge. You have absolutely no chance. But guess what's bigger? What? A motherfucking tiger. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Oh, my God. You know what's bigger now? Like a polar bear. You know what's bigger are? than that? A gorilla. You know what's, actually, no. no. Okay. You know what's bigger than that? <laughs> a truck. Elephant. Elephants. A truck. Good. Good, Carrie. I was. I went to a different category, so that's good. <laughs> Yours is better. You stayed on track. I did. Okay, so you anyway. Did. The, the line so was just lion, sitting there. So lion, bear, scared bear, horses in a circle, okay. lion hanging out. Okay, so we've got a lion, we've got a bear. And are, tigers, are oh my. We, are we getting a tiger? We're going to we'll have see. to get a tiger. We'll see what we get. Okay. Are we going to say, oh my? If we get a gibbon, I am going to tingle. <laughs> so anyway, Sam doesn't know a whole lot about lions, but he has heard, you know, you don't challenge them by looking at them directly in the eyes <laughs> he's heard he's heard not to mess with lions and he's also heard if you run yeah that they might see you as prey and yeah. come after not you so test the king of the fucking jungle. No, no, and he knows no. it's on the other side of the fence but he also knows that lion can jump over that fence yes in oh a heartbeat God. yes so scared so he decides to just Briskly walk Play cool. to the barn. See if it was a latte. See if it's friendly. <laughs> and he still has red with him. So they walk to the barn. And you cannot outrun a horse, by the way. He, so he, he needs, looked, to, get, no, he needs yeah. to get his mom. No, yes. He needs to go get his mom right now. Mom, yes. come out. Mom, could you come out? <laughs> get in the car. We're going to leave. No, don't, no, right not in the car. Just come out. <laughs> come out and we'll go to the paddock, mom. Oh, my God. He looked back once just to check on the lion sure. when he was about a third of the way to the barn. And it was still just sitting there. 
not, not doing That'd anything. I would be actively shitting my pants. Yeah. Could you imagine just being in your no. on your property, no. chilling in fucking Ohio? Oh my is God. that is that a lion? Is that a full grown African lion? So he got into the barn, locked the doors. Mm. Oh, that's gonna do much. Then decided to call his mom. Who's, you know, back at the house watching TV. She's probably watching Jeopardy, Jeopardy. Or, or Wheel of Fortune or something like that. One of the, for, for sure one of those two. And like I said, they'd, the kn- disc. they'd known that there the were <laughs> animals. On the uh, dish. Next door. They'd never really seen. What kind? Bears and lions and stuff. But they know that they have exotic animals. Yes, because he said there. they could hear lions roar. Oh. oh. So they, yeah. they knew they were there, but they hadn't seen them. I would not them. want that to be next door. No. For this exact reason. I know. Yeah. And they don't know how many or, you know, exactly what's going on. And they're super loud. As we know, they can be heard five miles away, the roar, and they do it all I didn't night know that. long. Yeah. I did yeah. not know that. All morning long, yeah. So they did assume, obviously, these are from... The Thompsons. So he told his mom, you know, call Terry, tell him he's got animals on the loose. So his mom, Dolly, does. And now Terry- watch him a shows. Wait until <laughs> Jeopardy's over. I want to see who wins. I'm well, assuming. Terry doesn't answer. So then she Terry's figures. <laughs> I think I know why. The Gibbon got Terry. The Gibbon got Terry. I got to call somebody. So she calls 911. And she calmly tells them that her son had seen a lion and a bear running loose near their land. And uh, because she's 84, Dolly was quite formal on the phone with mm. the sheriff's dispatcher. So when she gave her name, it was Dolores. Dolores. Because- <laughs> and then all of a sudden she covers the phone and, and yells, buy a vowel, you dumb bitch. Anyway, <laughs> there's also a gibbon. <laughs> but Dolores is only the name on her like- birth certificate. She's never been called Dolores, Dolores her, her entire life. She's always been known as Dolly. Great name for a dog. <laughs> Dolores. Dolores. Yeah. So Sam stayed in the barn watching out the window. Is it a sturdy um, barn? I think of barns as kind of like old and creaky and maybe a good swipe from the lion clock and knock a hole in it. No, I, I just, think. It worries me. I think Sam has a sturdy barn. Okay. And I mean, he's got windows with glass in them. This is Amish country. Mennonites. I don't think so. But so while he's standing there looking out the window, he sees some more animals wander by. A wolf. What? Another bear. Oh, what kind of bear? Black bear again? Or maybe a brown, maybe a grizzly? Didn't really say, but it was much larger than the first one. Okay. We could be talking about brown bear. And then he saw the lion that he saw before. Mm. Oh, my God. Hanging out, holding hands, singing. But now the lion's pacing back and forth, mm, which would good. concern me. I don't yes. think that's a good yes, sign. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. It's like a shark circling you. Yeah. It's Are these good. animals friends? I Are think they getting along? <laughs> They're friends, Apparently. yes. But they don't like people. Right. I'm going to Thompson was not nice. Right. He used to whip a chair. Yeah. And then he saw <laughs> a lioness who was kind of anxious. Oh, oh my God, I'd be more scared of that. Yeah, yeah. They, they're they're the ones who do the haunting. They can be the guy really says, vicious. bring me the food, bitch, and they do. A lot, of, a lot of misogyny. You guys are worried community. about yeah. the lioness? Yeah. No. Because next he sees a tiger. Oh, oh. shit. Oh, See, lions and tigers don't get along. Uh, I think. I assume. No. Probably. <laughs> well, they're not in the same climate, so. No, but I would, th- well, all in one place? India. And there's oh, very few lions left, lions? and they're kind of yeah. There's a a, a few uh, Asian lions left, oh, very few. Small. I didn't know that. Goa. I thought they were all gone. Almost. Huh. Well, this lion started snarling mm. and started going after the horses. No, <gasps> it's hungry. No, yeah. not the no. horses. You didn't warn us. We kind of did actually. It turns <laughs> we <out>. absolutely <laughs> warned you. So imagine the night. 
Sam Kopchak is having in his barn. Uh, no, it's not good. Oh not my a good God. one. I a hope lion. he called Dolly and told her, stay in the house. Yeah, he should have at least not opened the paddock door so they can get away. A lion got the uh, horses? The horses, I mean. Who? Sam. He wasn't over there. He couldn't do anything about. He should have sacrificed himself to save the horses. <laughs> He's holed up in his fucking barn. Yeah, yeah. With I'm one sorry. horse. I He's going to have one horse I left. I would not feel safe. I would no, I feel like either. it was just a matter of time before one of those animals got the fucking barn down. Exactly. I would get up in the loft, hide behind the hay bale. <sighs> They'd sniff you out. Probably. Maybe we'll find Sam's number and call him and, and ask him exactly oh, how he, what I he think was Sam dies and you're just time. like. Yeah, yeah, I think you're toying with our emotions. <laughs> yeah. So now let's cut to oh my Sheriff's God. Deputy Jonathan Mary. Spelled okay. like Merry Christmas. Deputy Mary. Got it. Mm-hmm. It's a good name. He happened to be serving a court summons a couple of miles away in Zanesville. And when the call came through about a lion and a bear on the loose. Mm. So he heads over. You know, it doesn't take him very long to get there. And he can see just inside uh, the Terry Thompson's fence, a tiger, a black bear, and two lionesses. Oof. So he goes over to Mrs. Kopchak's house because she's the one that made the call and while he's waiting for her to answer the door <laughs> he sees a large gray wolf Ooh. running southward along the road behind him uh-huh. so he, getting the hell out of way from those lions and tigers he like ran into wolf. his he ran back to his patrol car yeah. and got in and started following the wolf because it was running why to see where it was going I'm super scared I'm uh, you super have lions scared. and tigers right there <laughs> I'm really curious where but this wolf is going. But they were inside the fence. <laughs> Still? The t- the wolf is outside. Oh, okay. So, as that you just said, everything. those lions and tigers can jump that fence easily. Okay. He's one uh, man, uh, Dean. I he, think he's making he's, a wrong decision. He's got to prioritize. Mm-hmm. So he when should the, be on the radio calling the National Fucking Guard. Yeah. The wolf turned toward a house. Mm-hmm. So what? Wolf. It's a well, big dog. Was it a gray wolf? Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dire wolf. It was a big. It was a big dog. They're friendly. They're not gonna wolves almost in North America anyway. Almost never attack human beings. So. No, they don't. No. True. They're pretty nice. Yeah, they're cool. Okay. Well, they're friendly. Deputy Mary got Pet his him. rifle out of the trunk of his Aww. patrol car and started following the wolf on foot. By this time, he, I would not want to be on foot in this area. I no. would neither. He got an order over the radio. Put the animal down. But what if you see a gibbon? Yeah, he better not shoot a gibbon. If he shoots a gibbon, I'm I taking, haven't mentioned gibbons well, at all. We, we assume there's going to be more than one gibbon. You might. Well, the wolf was about eighty yards away from him, and he shot it once, and it fell. No, Bastard. the wolf did nothing. Did wrong. nothing to him. Nothing. Oh my God, it's unnecessary. Then, more word came over the radio that some other deputies had a lion cornered near the Thompson residence. Cornered? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Who's cornering who here? Yeah. Deputy Mary hurried over there because he knew that, you know, these deputies only had their standard issue weapons. So like a pistol? Which or? would be a forty caliber Glock 22 that Glock. they always wear, okay. you know, on their side. Semi-automatic. I have no idea. Probably. I don't know what they are. Probably. And then also the shotgun, you know, that they mm-hmm. usually have locked inside yeah, their, like yeah, on the roof yeah, of yeah. their patrol cars. And you got to cock it with one hand and then walk, walk And tall. that he was the only one with a rifle. Okay. So 
he needed to get over there. We need with tranquilizer his guns. They have their billy clubs. They'll be fine. They've <laughs> so, got some mace, I assume. <laughs> As he's driving back up the hill to the Thompsons, he passes a deputy running back and forth near the driveway. Screaming, lion, lion! <laughs> Away from there's the There's a fucking tiger! <laughs> I'm out. I quit. So he doesn't know exactly, but he knows there's these dangerous animals over there. Mm. So he's grabbing his, He had put his rifle on the passenger seat when he left the wolf and was mm-hmm. driving back. So he's he grabs the the rifle to, you know, get out of the car real quick. As he's getting out of the car, his rifle snags on, you know, the computer stand that they have <gasps> in the center console. He breaks it. He leaves it there. What a dummy. Oh, How do you not know there's a, a rifle in your hand? Wait, he's Well, you tra- did know. He was trying to grab it, but it got snagged and he was in such a rush. No. That here's the thing. He, I know. Okay. Take a sixth of a second and go and get the <laughs> rifle. I, I really got to get there because I have a rifle. You know what? Screw the rifle. Whatever. It's a foot behind me. Well, so he's got his Glock. Oh, Jesus. Christ. And so when he gets out there is when he sees the black bear. At first, it's just facing him. That would be something in a movie you'd say, go back and get the fucking rifle. You'd yeah, be really yeah. annoyed at, at yes. the character. Well, so. then the black bear starts running straight toward him. Toward him? Oh, yes. A badass black bear. He's um, only got his Glock. 22 caliber thing. 22 caliber? Yeah. Wow. So he says, not, not the weapon you'd it's want. It's a very weak weapon. When you're facing relative. a 350 pound yeah, bear charging no. straight towards Wait, is this, you. this is the black bear, right? And bears Not are the bigger bear, bear you said? Okay. Black and they're bear. fast. Damn right they are. Well, he was able to get off one shot, and the black bear fell about seven feet in front of him. Woof. He doesn't know for sure. But he's assuming he hit it right in the head. He must like, have. Yeah, he must Right have. in the brain. God, the bear did nothing wrong. Was it dead? Yes. Because there is a way. I, yeah, I, I guess you can. If a bear is coming at you, you, you actually can shoot for the collarbone, and that disables it. It doesn't kill it immediately, but it does oh, disable no. it. Well, he said all he remembers was re- remembered was the sight of the bear's head mm-hmm. coming toward him. And I guess when you're having sheriff's deputy weapons training, they mm-hmm. drill into you, shoot what you see. I don't know what uh, that okay. means, but okay. so anyway. So. It, mean, it means you should shoot what you see. It's actually <laughs> okay. pretty self-explanatory. That, that sounds like terrible advice to me. It's pretty good advice. It means shoot. Don't close your eyes. I the innocent minorities. Yeah. That's what it means. Yeah. So anyway. It's technically what it means. <laughs> but I mean, that tells you how close that yeah, bear was to getting him. So he was lucky that day. One I shot is, is surprising. I was on the bear side. I'm, I've been on all the animal side. I mean, I'm so. on the animal side too, but he didn't have to kill the, that wolf. He said, "I don't see it." Sorry. Yeah, the I lost wolf it. did okay. nothing wrong. So he goes back for his for his rifle now, and by this time, an, an African lioness had crawled under the livestock fence Uh-oh. and was start starting to run south down the road. From the Thompson's house. You know you hate directions. I'm just, and that's like the third time you've mentioned it. <laughs> well, direction. directions nobody, actually nobody traumatize knows what that means. you. But okay, <laughs> nobody's Direct- telling me to run south down a road, so I'm fine with <laughs> you it. You go watch my south. Say left or right. I would. I would have the exact. What the fuck is south mean? Tell me point. Point. See, everybody's on my side. Yeah, and also if you say quarter tail, blah, 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 shut up. Okay. Tell me also, the time. Also, the whole in a thousand feet turn left. I don't like that either. Google. She's better. Yeah. So the African lioness is headed south down the road (laughs) and then going towards towards someone's house. Okay. So that's bad. So he had to shoot it. Yeah. Okay. There's going to be homes everywhere. You don't have to shoot things just because they're headed. Of course they're heading towards someone. In every direction, someone's house is going to be in that direction eventually. You need to calm down. 
Yes. Okay, first of all, Damn it. pretty impressive shot. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. Second of all, leave these animals alone. Let them go about their... They're scared. They're so... They're, they're they've terrified. done nothing wrong. No. They've gotten loose not their from fault. something. Well, you guys wrong. are just going to have to calm down or this is going to be a very <laughs> well, long then podcast. It's going to be because we're already pretty angry. We're okay, ready so, to riot. <laughs> well, he was taking care of the lion. Some other deputies had to shoot a cougar. Oh, wow. so and there was this a cougar. cougar had nothing to do with it, it just happened by <laughs> in its natural it's like, habitat. What the hell is that? A <laughs> is that a fucking tiger? Oh my oh. god, <laughs> so then he was instructed to patrol the border between the Thompson property mm-hmm. and the Interstate 70, which okay. is a major interstate. Oh, so he's gonna okay, one guy. You need to get some other people out there. And well, they were getting people out okay. there, like SWAT team kind of people. Okay. And they, trained for this. They Call also the FBI. <laughs> put up a a sign, one of those electronic signs, "Danger, exotic animals, stay in your car." For the, wait, that's a thing. You're acting like there's a thing called a you yeah. know the, that typical sign, "Danger, exotic animals, stay in I've your car." I've seen those. You've seen those. Yeah. Prefaced by the electronic sign, we have them in the wilds of Northern California. <laughs> And they say, road work ahead, next 10 miles. Or, 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 or buzz driving is drunk driving. Report okay. it. Click I it or ticket. Desperately need now to get that job that types that thing so I can <laughs> type in danger exotic animals all the time, even when it's Take just road work. Take a huge pay cut. Absolutely. Just I don't care. I don't care. I want to write danger exotic animals ahead. Stay in your car. Every day. Every day. And some highway somewhere in the state. So anyway, that's what they did mm-hmm. on Interstate 70. And so as he's patrolling... The property line between the Thompsons and the Interstate 70. Mm-hmm. Over that evening, he shot another wolf. He is a monster. He's two, a murderer. Two more lions. He's a murderer. A tiger. Two more lions. Yeah. A tiger. Yeah. And then later on, after this animal's hiding place was revealed by a fireman's thermal imaging camera, a grizzly bear. He shot a grizzly bear? Yeah. The way all these animals are endangered. Some are, are grizzly bears and black bears endangered? Black bears aren't. Grizzly bears, I don't think. Are, well, in some places. Are lions endangered? No. I don't know. Are tigers endangered or did it just make all that up? So, I think some tigers, tigers are, are very, yeah. Tigers are endangered. Tigers, tigers are Jack's definitely endangered. nodding in the distance. Yeah, all, all the tigers are in danger for sure. <laughs> yeah. Got it. That makes me so sad Wow. Then. It's very sad. For, I don't dispute It's very sad, sad, but also, this is kind of a miss? Jesus. Yeah, this guy's He's fucking lucky. It. Everything. He's the Rambo of animal killing. He took Wait, that what? weapons training class very seriously. He very apparently. much did. They heard shot, like, shoot what you see. He... So the sheriff of, Nottingham. I guess, oh. Zanesville <laughs> or what? Oh, it, county. I'm, I'm sure it's county. Yeah. There, uh, we'll get the county name. I don't okay. remember it off the. I, I trust it's weird. Off the dome. But um, his name is Matt Lutz. Matt Lutz. And he huh? was home. He had just finished dinner. It was about 5.20 p.m. when he finished dinner. So, you know. That Denny's. gives you a hint. <laughs> oh, he might be. Wow. <laughs> that was a late dinner for him. He was yeah. on his own. His son and wife were off doing Dead. something. <laughs> Retired. <laughs> Just for the evening. He was only on his own for the evening. Oh, okay. He'd already hung up his uniform. He was oh, done with dinner. Okay. He was Tell us more about his personal life. Sit on sit watching TV, probably. Um, Jeopardy. Jeopardy and. Okay. Uh, Wheel of Fortune. Wheel of Fortune. Sure. When he gets the call that Terry, ter- Terry Thompson had an animal out on the loose again. Again? Mm. Well, you know, they'd gotten calls before. This wasn't all that unusual. Oh, really? Usually it was loose horse. 
Mm. Or something. Well, that's not an exotic animal. Occasionally, one of the more unusual animals would get out, but nothing bad had ever happened. So how did this guy have a license to keep exotic animals? If it, occasionally he's letting an exotic, dangerous you know, animal out. That's a good question. It's fucking yeah. Ohio. And we'll yeah. get to that. Still. Still. I feel like anything goes in Ohio. I so don't think so. Matt Letts wasn't busy that evening, so he thought, okay, I'll drive over there. So on the 15-minute drive over there, he keeps getting calls and reports about it's more serious than a horse on the loose or one exotic animal. One of your deputies has killed 11 tigers already. <laughs> Get here fast. He's on a slaughter. So he, his instructions to his deputies were, if there are animals outside of Thompson's property, then shoot them. Damn. And because there was an apartment building just on the other side of the oh. interstate. This is maybe, well, when you say like 73 acres spreads, I don't think of this as apartment buildings and lots of houses. Are we now into kind of a residential area? Is there lots of well, decent it, number? Of- it sounds like his property, he has 73 acres, but it borders the interstate 70. Uh-huh. Is so that then, where Zanesville is on the 70? Yes, so and it, then right on the other side of the 70 is an apartment building. So they're getting towards a more populated area, the animals? They're spreading out? Uh-huh. Getting Sounds killed by the... like it. Okay. Yes. And then maybe about a mile away, there was a school soccer game going on. Oh, shit. With kids yelling and screaming and running. It's called soft targets, Gary. Yeah. It's, it's nature. Fast, it's nature. How You fast don't want a tiger to get over there. Well, I, I, how long does it the take kids. the tiger to... Go a mile. No, thank you, kitty. I, I don't know. Five minutes if they're running fast. Five minutes? A five-minute mile. That's impressive. Don't you think a tiger could? Yeah, they can get, take a mile pretty quick. Yeah. Probably, probably oh, then never mind. Yeah. I guess save the children. If they weren't. <laughs> you know, still. I mean, if their team is called the Cheetahs, I guess. <laughs> but if their team is called the Mustangs it's or the Wildcats, super hack, go ahead and let yeah. the tiger have them. And nobody knew where Terry Thompson was. He wasn't answering his phone, so yeah. they were concerned for was, his safety he was also. Yeah. He was dead. He was mauled by a tiger, then a lion, then a and bear. Then the gibbon. Then the well, gibbon. And that's what they were worried, that that somehow the animals had gotten free and he was injured and needed help. You know what they need? They need Caesar, the lead chimpanzee. And oh, they yeah, they Caesar do. They to need To calm Caesar. everybody down. Go. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. I'm going to introduce you to another... Sheriff guy. Okay. Oh my okay. god, there's Deputy. 17 sheriffs. Yeah, a lot of sheriffs. Is this guy going to kill a bunch of animals too? <laughs> well, after Deputy Mary, remember him? Mm-hmm. The murderer. A- murderer he... Mary. They call him Murder Mary <laughs> to this day. Well, after he headed down in pursuit of the wolf, mm-hmm. Sergeant Steve Blake, who was actually the first on the scene, mm-hmm. decided he should go up to Terry Thompson's house. Good idea. So as he got... As he was nearing the farm buildings, he saw more animals, and he saw that their cages had either been cut through or oh. left open. Oh, no. Oh. Well, this is purposeful? This is yeah, sabotage? It, it looked purposeful. Is this an act of terrorism? Purposeful. So he was honking his horn at the house to try to get Terry to come out, but there wasn't any response. Mm. So he drove back, and at the foot of the drive, which I think is probably a pretty long drive, yeah. he met a man named John Moore. Who just a drifter? No, just happened. He was a caretaker mm-hmm. who regularly helped Terry Thompson out with his okay. animals. He would come and feed them, and somebody in the neighborhood had called him. Okay. knew oh. that knew that he was involved with these animals. Was he carrying a bag of gibbon chow? At the I time? don't think <laughs> so. Okay. So Moore told Sergeant Blake that if Terry's van was parked in front of the house, then that meant Terry was there. Because mm. that was the only way he would have 
gone anywhere. His for sure windowless van. I think you know what I'm saying. But go ahead. And the van was there. So Uh-oh. they decided, you know, he's got to be, he must be in the house. So they go in the house to look for him and they didn't find him. Hmm. But there were two monkeys in a, and a dog in cages. <laughs> if the monkeys are riding the dog, that's phenomenal. <laughs> oh, in cages. A dog's in a cage? Yeah. Huh. Well, probably for its own protection. Yeah. But on their way back to the barn. What kind of monkeys? I think macaques. Macaques. Macaque. Big teeth. John Moore sees a body near the barn. Kind of like a baboon, but smaller. That was an important. Sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. How do you spell macaque? (laughs) M-A-C-A-C-A-Q-U-E. Macaque. (laughs) Macaque. M-A-C-A-Q-U-E. M-A-C-A-Q-U-E, right? Good job. Uh, yes. I put an extra I just wanted to The Japanese snow like. monkeys, those are a type of macaque. They're scary. They, they can be yeah. pretty still scary. Okay. Thank you. Now, Carrie said something important that we missed. Yeah. Sorry, we Mom. Blabbing. On their way out of the house, mm-hmm. back to the road, Moore spotted a body. <laughs> <laughs> Moore's the, the helper. Yes. And he, he spotted a body. Near the barn. Okay, so he put down the bag of monkey chow, and then what did he do? But they can't really see because it's kind of, you oh. know, it's th- not super close. I think close. we know whose body that is. And there's also a white tiger. Ooh. Oh. Right by the Siegfried body. Siegfried and Roy. Oh, is this the tiger that attacked Siegfried and or Roy? I don't no. remember. Okay. So they couldn't really get any closer to the tiger. Oh. Yeah. I mean, to the body. Mm. So is the tiger, wait, is the tiger eating the body? Or, or did it look like it. the tiger had killed that body? They didn't know. They couldn't mm. know. They thought at least it's a white tiger, thank God. Oh, God. So so there is a, a capture and recovery team from the Columbus Zoo assembling oh, to okay. get out there. Oh, is that guy used to be in Letterman? With uh, tranquilizer <laughs> darts, darts and all that kind of stuff. You're talking about Jack Hanna. Yes. He is the director emeritus of the Columbus Zoo. Because so, he's 112. Yeah, I don't think okay. he's there every day. <laughs> no. He's probably not there. He's not probably not part of the capture and recovery team. Yeah. But we will he was talk. Famous we for, will hear from Jack Hanna. He's famous for being a super incompetent yes. animal. <laughs> He'd go on Letterman and like have a monkey and just like run wild. He had no control <laughs> over it. <laughs> so they're at like the front gate of Thompson's property and all you know, all the sheriff's deputies are wondering how many animals could be could be loose because they don't really know all the animals that are there. So John Moore is kind of mentally counting up, like he's going through the rows of the cages oh, and, you wow. know, how, how the order that he feeds them and stuff. Oh. And so the first number that he can come up with is 48. Open cages? Uh, with, uh, no, just the animals that are there. That are there. Oh, oh, that, are, oh that are still there. No, that exist. That exist on the, oh, pro- on okay. the property. Okay. Because they don't Lord. know. Nobody has a list of what animals God, Terry Thompson Can you imagine has. that? Monkey Listen. chow, tiger chow, lion chow, bear chow, gibbon yeah. chow. Listen, he deserved it. So Terry then John Moore's fiance yeah. arrives because sometimes she helps out. Mm-hmm. She helps John out with feeding the animals Brenda. and stuff. So Brenda. she's reminding him of some of the more recent arrivals that mm-hmm. he didn't count in his head count of 48. Yes, yes. So the, the actual hyenas. total is 56. 56. Mm-hmm. We just got eight hyenas in from <laughs> Kenya. Yeah. If oh, are there hyenas? If Were there's there? hyenas, that's those things are badass. Yeah, hyenas you know are hyenas. vicious. Damn it. So Terry, I mean uh John Moore mm-hmm. tells the sheriffs that the last time he talked to Terry was like nine o'clock the night before, mm-hmm. and that he had told him that Terry had told him that he had gotten a letter from somebody, he doesn't know who. 
saying that Terry's wife, Marion, <gasps> had been unfaithful to him. Oh, no. Oh, no. I think I know what's happening here. Terry had just returned like less than three weeks, like 18 days earlier from one year and one day in prison. <gasps> Terry had just returned from prison? He was in federal prison. Who so, was taking care of the animals? Was John Moore taking care of the uh-huh. animals this whole time? Okay. Yeah. And Brenda. Brenda, yeah. And, Brenda, wi- and the wife. Brenda Cappuccino. <laughs> and and the wife, so the wife had been unfaithful to him while he, was the wife still living there with the animals too? I don't think so. Okay. So he's in jail. She gets the hell out of away from these, this menagerie. Shacks up yes. with. Was he, was he so, breeding the animals? Was he just, just trading them? Was making he making ligers and Selling whatnot? them to zoos or something like that? Many animals were born. Is he Dr. His, Moreau? No, he wasn't making hybrids, you weirdos. I feel like he was making human-animal hybrids. Yeah. Tiger Man. There's so Hyena anyway, Man. Is he, pig Man. Was he doing Pig is Man? That what Dr. Terry Moreau told did? him mm-hmm. that he didn't know if Marion had been cheating on him. Yeah. But he had a plan to find out. Oh, no. And that John would know when that's he, when not it happened. good. Aww. If the animals think she cheated, they'll kill her. Release <laughs> the animals. <laughs> so now I'm going to tell you a little bit background on Terry Thompson. Terry okay. Thompson. I'm thinking he's probably not a great guy. In 2011, he was 62 years old. So he had grown up. He had like this idyllic, small town Ohio childhood. Right. He grew up just east of Zanesville. On his parents' farm, close to an airport. Oh, okay. I'm assuming this is the 50s. Maybe he was born in the late 40s. Close to where? An airport. airport. Okay. (laughs) I can't be more specific. He'd ride his bike over to the airport just to watch the airplanes. He really wanted to fly. Aww. So he was a Boy Scout. He had good, loving parents. He played sports. He liked cars. He had girlfriends. He was very popular with ladies, apparently. Mm-hmm. Ladies, man. He got his pilot's license before he was even 16. Wow. And then a pivotal moment in his life. He is assaulted by a gibbon. Probably <laughs> changed his life forever. He got drafted and sent to Vietnam. <gasps> what year is this? Wait, 16 and... In 2011. Yeah. I'll, I'll do the math you later. You know when Vietnam was. I do. So, 60s into the 70s. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so. Were either of you in Vietnam? Um... I was not. <laughs> Carrie was. She was a, a corpsman. <laughs> um, so he was a door gunner on a Huey helicopter. Mm-hmm. I have heard also heard other reports that said he was a pilot, but I don't think he was a pilot. Other sources say he was a mechanic. Yeah. He says he was a door gunner mm, on a probably helicopter, a but he never really got over. Well, got never got over. Not Vietnam. <laughs> I think he, a lot of people didn't. He said there was no reason why he was spared. You know, why? Why didn't he die? And all the guys that he served with, some who had wives and children. Because you were a mechanic back at the base. That's why <laughs> you lived. Through and then he also was upset because he figured he was never going to heaven because he killed people in Vietnam. Mm. Probably true. Yeah. So (laughs) he clearly survived Vietnam. And I guess (laughs) when you come home from Vietnam, they just drop you off at the nearest big city. So he got dropped off in Columbus. And Really? Yeah. Did you even get, I don't know, bus fare to your house? He lives in Zaneville, right? Yeah. Was he? Wow. Yeah. That's not nice. The government's not known for being super. I think they're better now. I mean, I imagine if he called his parents, they would have come and picked him up, but he didn't. He walked the 
Wow. About 50 miles. Oh, my God. Okay, well, then he just made it harder on to himself. To his parents' house. Yeah, he could have called him. He could have called somebody. <laughs> he said he wanted to clear his head. and But okay. soon after that. walk would do that. <laughs> soon after that, he bought an, a brand new Corvette. So he must have saved all of his yeah. um, money from. A brand new Corvette? More. Brand new Corvette. Wow. And his wife-to-be, Marion Sharp. Mm-hmm. She came from a very good, what was considered a very good local family. I think they were high school sweethearts. She was uh, an accomplished barrel racer and horsewoman. Mm. So it seems like she might have been a little bit classier than he was. Because she did barrel racing. Yeah, she was like an equestrian. Yeah, she was like an equestrian okay. girl. You know, I'm sure she wore jawed purse and had a riding whip. I don't know. It, I think it sounds a little more uh, <laughs> less jawed purse and more rope, and uh, rodeo-ish than I think you might think. I don't like. No, don't she like wasn't. She wasn't a cowgirl. Okay. No, she. she but jawed purse. She was so a little bit more refined okay. than he was. She looked good. Her name's Marion Sharp. So That's yes, true. but obviously. They yeah. had a relationship. Sure, she was very sure. attracted to him. They he got married. into her job purse. I think you know. <laughs> and so after they get, oh, she becomes a well-respected school teacher mm. and oh. a prize-winning writer. Of course, she, well, see, yeah. I told you, well, with her job purse. Job yes, purse, yeah. Terry Thompson opens a bike shop in town, like motorcycle bikes. <laughs> you guys, you guys, vroom, vroom. You guys missed the carry hand gesture. <laughs> and he became the local Harley dealer. And he also got a license to sell guns. Oh, that's mm-hmm. great. He was he had very eclectic tastes. We have a friend who I could see being, say it being like well, who? say I'm the not. name and what it out. <laughs> For a while, there was a he parked a plane on the roof of the shop. On the roof of the shop. Yep. Okay. How fun and crazy. Yep. So he's got Harleys and guns and planes on the roof and. Animals in those days, in the early days, he raised Dobermans, uh-huh. and he wasn't super um, fastidious about cleaning up after those Dobermans. You'd walk what? in the shop and there'd be dog poop all over the place. That's yeah. not good. It's not really my vibe. Yeah. So he eventually he sells the bike shop and just you know does a bunch of stuff. I it. It seems like nobody really knows how he's making a living, hmm. but his wife is a teacher. He raced drag boats. He he flies an airplane for a local millionaire, and he would fly like vintage World War II planes, like if a museum got a plane or some weird old plane was discovered and nobody knew how to fly it, they'd call Terry Thompson, and yeah. he could go over there and figure out how Let to fly figure it out, how to mm-hmm. find this Piper Cub from 1921. <laughs> his friends... Say that you know he was a good man. He was generous, and with his wife's money, but mm-hmm. <laughs> he big was, teacher cash. I don't know about that, <laughs> but he he didn't love authority, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. sometimes he would even you know go out of his way to to go up against the the man. Mm-hmm. In 1977, he happens to go to an auction for exotic animals, and I hear. Mm. That this was like a regular thing. They would have like several times a year somewhere in Ohio. What? They would have this exotic animal auction. You going to the exotic Ohio exotic animal auction this year? Of course, of course I'm going I to am. Ohio exotic animal auction. Yeah. Oh, I'll see you there. I listened to this, oh, this Ohio podcast, Two Guys in Ohio. 
It's called Two Guys. That's not what it's called, but you I'll, listen to so many podcasts. I know. You do. I don't listen That's to weird. Any, not even this one. But so they're wow. in Ohio, <laughs> and this one guy—I have no idea how old they are—but this one guy says, when he was a kid, they went to one of these exotic animal auctions, and there was like some guy selling flying squirrels for like five bucks. Why are there so many exotic each? animals in Ohio? Because they didn't have. There's no laws. Anybody can own really? anything they want to. I was also going to say, like, what else are you going to do in Ohio? No, there's plenty to do in Ohio. Like what? Oh, you could go to the Columbus Zoo. Well, <laughs> so anyway, he said his dad bought some $5 flying squirrels. That they I would have, too. Listen, am I going to buy $5? I'm going to buy four. Yes, obviously. <laughs> I would absolutely not allow oh, I w- you. Oh. I would not allow any of you anywhere near an exotic <laughs> animal. Why you get his eat a squirrel chow? It's fine. Take care of him. <laughs> squirrel chow. There's chow for everything. So anyway, uh, apparently they were mean, and they would bite you if you put flying squirrels hand. would. Yes. Wow, yeah. that, you're talking about Rocky. You know that, don't you? <laughs> so I don't believe you. Rocky the flying squirrel. Rocky was Rocky a flying squirrel. He never bit oh, anybody. He never bit Bullwinkle. Maybe one time, but Bullwinkle asked him to. Anyway, so at 1970s, in 1977, at this animal auction, he Terry buys his wife a baby tiger cub. Oh <sighs> Jesus! What Fuck. do you think they name it? Tigger. Bitch. I don't know. Simba. Simba. Oh. Simba was a what? lion, dummy. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. What? This was for her birthday. Lion King was, was around in 1970. No, Simba Since, predates Lion yeah. King. Simba way? the White Lion. Never Simba was a it. white lion. And Simba was a, remember Simba was a soft drink? Wasn't there a soft drink called Simba? No. I could be wrong. I could be a weird, weird, weird false memory, but I could have sworn <laughs> there was a soft drink called Simba. Well, that's really cute. Uh, if I got up. a baby tiger, I would not name it Simba. But if I got a baby lion, I would. Well, I so this is how it started with him getting exotic animals and you know people just get used to the fact that you know terry drives up to the airport and he'll he'll have a baby bear or a lion with him and that you know anywhere he'd go go to his wife's school he'd bring a baby bear or lion or tiger or whatever how you doing honey i have a full-grown gorilla with me (laughs) let's have him pet the kids pet it (laughs) he said he even slept with his Whoa. Big white tiger. Whoa. In his bed with him. That's. Yeah. A lot One time, Marion went to her friend's 50th birthday party with a baby bear who shit mm. all over the newly decorated basement. Ha <laughs> ha. Mm-hmm. And just no big deal to her. These people were super rude. Yeah. yeah. I don't like them. Well. You shouldn't have decorated your basement. I'm out of here with my bear. <laughs> and you asked about rules. In Ohio at the time, there weren't any Ohio regulations. There are federal regulations about exotic animals, and they're regulated by the USDA. But those only come into play if you are using the animals for commercial purposes. Yeah. So if he, if they were charging people to come onto mm-hmm. their property and look at the animals, then they would have to be regulated by the USDA. Or if he was like providing them for photo shoots or TV mm-hmm. shows or stuff like that, then, but he wasn't doing that. The only rule in Ohio was there are no rules. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although, it out, yeah, I got a line for your photo shoot. He has no control of it. It kills the star. Yeah. It kills Ricardo Montalban in Fantasy Island. <laughs> this happened. He, sometimes he would get a request, you know, for a photo shoot or something for one of his animals. And he had a friend named Cindy Huntsman who did have a USDA license. Apt name. And accreditation. So um, it turned out that one of his lion cubs was used, uh, was like walked down the street by Heidi Klum on a fashion shoot in New York City. 
God, why didn't it turn on her? So he had to take it to New York City. I have no idea. I'm sure she's a very nice lady. I don't know much about her. And in 2008, he was on the Rachel Ray show. Mm. And please, please. as an animal handler, which he really wasn't. But yeah, yeah. Does it want some EVOO? <laughs> he, um. Does your gibbon want EVOO? No, my gibbon doesn't. Took some that. animals to a photo shoot with Newt Gingrich. Oh, God. Oh, God. Why didn't they just go for the throat? And to corporate summer picnics in New York City for Bloomberg. Oh, they could have been, oh, they could have killed so many people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he said he never sold exotic animals, but many people are a little bit skeptical about that. Yeah. I'll supply all the animals for the whole board of PayPal. <laughs> Do the world a favor. One person said at an auction, she saw him with a tiger there that he was trying to sell and nobody would buy it because it had ringworm. Oh, and thanks. And he also had a baby monkey. And the be- my monkey had runaway projectile diarrhea. <laughs> she said he sold the monkey outside of the auction because <sighs> it wasn't legal to sell it inside for $3,500. Damn. Yeah, yeah, so he is more or less an exotic yes. animal dealer, a trader of a sort. Clearly. Yeah. Keeping them probably in terrible cages mm-hmm. under terrible conditions, probably like cement, Tiny, yeah. undersized cages. Yeah. I, he, he's a dick. And at some point, when his parents died, he inherited their property, and they had a farm with live, livestock and everything, and it was a little ways away, and so he was having difficulty keeping up with both properties and all the animals and everything. So in 2005, he was charged with animal cruelty relating to the, the neglect, I think, of the livestock at his parents' right. property. Because three cows and a buffalo apparently died of starvation. Wow. You let your animals starve. Really? You can't get over there once. Oh, my God. And he was sentenced to six months house arrest. House arrest. It should have been house arrest with wild animals in the house house, with you. Well, and around this same time, there were also a lot of complaints about loose animals on his property. He has a neighbor, not Sam Kolchak, but another neighbor, Fred Polk, who said one time two of... Terry's Rottweilers got loose and killed a couple of his calves. Oh, my god! And, you know, if it's a working farm, his calves are money. Yeah. So Thompson apologized and (laughs) told him that he would control his dogs. But three days later, they came back and killed two more calves. Oh, my Lord. So Polk shot him and killed him. Good for Polk. Polk, Mm -hmm. you know what Polk should have got? A lion to protect his calves. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if that works, but. And his guns. That Terry had eventually did get him in more trouble and resulted in that one year and one day what was in that a federal prison. For? What they had gun laws in America? He had this dystopia ever happened. He had been you remember he had a license to sell guns? Mm-hmm. Well, at some point he gave up that license. Mm-hmm. He just didn't he probably just didn't mm-hmm. renew it because he wasn't selling guns that anymore. That wouldn't matter in most states anymore. Yeah. But he still had a bunch of guns, and for some reason, I don't know why, the ATF raided his home in 2008, and they took away 133 firearms and 36 rounds of ammunition. 36 and, rounds of ammunition? Yeah. It. He okay. ended up... <laughs> One for each three arm, firearm. Being convicted for owning some guns with um, the serial numbers. No serial okay. numbers. So this guy's selling guns. This guy's selling illegal guns. And the possession of a single machine gun. Yeah, he no, this guy His story is... He said you wonder how he's making money. I think he's making money in some pretty nefarious ways during this oh, sure. whole life. Yeah. He said that the the one gun that didn't have a serial number was because it was an old gun. It was too old to have one. It was no, his father's from World War II or something like no, that. No, you only had one because you sell them all. So anyway, 
he said he only pled guilty. He ended up pleading guilty. Mm-hmm. And he said the only reason why he did that is because the ATF um, threatened to charge his wife also because she was co-owner of For the property. For sure, uh, probably a lie. Everybody who uh, pleads guilty and still pretends they're innocent should go to jail for more time. He also said it was um, because... Wait. That's probably not a good oh, idea. Oh, because they couldn't afford legal. All the legal costs were... You still don't have to plead to guilty, though, you know. Yeah. Be your own lawyer. Oh, you know what? Have a Gibbon lawyer. A, a Gibbon, Gibbon lawyer. Or actually, I hear Gibbons make good lawyers. They're naturals. <laughs> well, his friends would say... He would never. He didn't sell anything. Like when he got things, he would never sell them. He he just liked to collect things, mm. and he really kind of Guns. became a hoarder. They also said he didn't take care of the stuff that he had. He had all kinds of you know beautiful classic cars and stuff, and they would just sit around and get dusty and rusty, and collect chicken manure on top of them. Ew. Ew. Yeah, yucky. Mm-hmm. Worst Corvette ever. One <laughs> friend said he discovered one time that. Terry had some convertibles in the barn next to two kangaroos. Of course, naturally. One was a boat-tailed roadster and a Duesenberg or something like that, covered with dust and crap, and he said it broke his heart. Broke The the Duesenberg with crap on it broke Mm -hmm. his heart. All right, well. Not the kangaroos in America. No, not all the animals in terrible conditions, but the Duesenberg because it got shit on. And they said he wanted these things just to say he had them. You know, mm-hmm. and, and to say that he had them and so that nobody else could have them. And so, yeah. <laughs> yes. Now we're going to talk about another deputy. This guy's name is Todd. I thought we were done with deputies. Cannavale. <laughs> Todd Cannavale. Okay. He normally heads up the drug squad, mm. but everybody was called. So when he gets there, Sergeant Blake tells him, we saw a body out there. I know you guys want to with know about the white that body. Tiger. Yes, yes of we do. And he says, I think it's Terry. It's got to be he Terry. He says, I'm not sure, but. So now they know we got to go figure it out because what if he's not dead and he just needs help? You know, we, we got to go figure it out. Got to put him out of his misery. I yeah. Get it. Okay. Shoot him. So they obviously had to neutralize all the animals that were loose on the, even those still on the property. Because are, you, are you using a euphemism there? You mean yeah. they killed them? Yes. Oh. So this is a mass exotic animal slaughter in Zanesville. Mm-hmm. Jesus. So they essentially form a shooting party. Do you see her try to skate over that? Use the word neutralize. She wasn't going to say anything about it. She's just moving on. I'm going to talk about it here. Hmm. So. wonder. Cannibal, Cannibal, Mm -hmm. he drove up in his Silverado crew cab. So Blake's driving it and they put four guys with big old guns in the bed of the truck and... One of them is uh, Deputy Tony Angelo, who's a sniper on the SWAT team. And I'm not going to read all these guys and the big guns they have, but that's fine. <laughs> they're guys with big guns. Guys with big guns, got it. And so as they, you know, drive up, they're pulling up between the barn and a row of cages. Two tigers come out of the barn and uh-huh. start walking toward them. They're only about 10 or 12 feet away from them. Probably looking for some tiger chow. Not mm-hmm. yeah. well, they were surprised. They shoot and kill those tigers. And so then from there where they are, they can see a man's body flat on its back. And this is where, if you don't want to hear gross things, Mm. stop listening for a couple of minutes. The white tiger was still on top of him. Mm -hmm. And it stood up and it was standing there, you know, kind of looking at them. And they could tell, okay, 
this person's deceased. Mm-hmm. So we, was he know, wearing Terry Thompson? Was the tiger wearing Terry Thompson's face? <laughs> no, <laughs> like the Hannibal of Animal Kingdom. And the time that this happens is six oh four. So it's not a wow. So this happened. Yeah, it's only about forty five minutes or so. Forty okay. minutes that this mass slaughter occurred. Mm-hmm. So he, the sheriff, shares on his radio. You know, okay, we've located the owner. Code 16 means dead on arrival. Code 17 means tiger wearing his face. (laughs) (laughs) Funnily enough. It's true. Possible 58, which is suicide, unknown Mm. for sure here in the field. You know what what I've been thinking for a while is that this was a a suicide and he decided to let all his animals out because he's a piece of shit. Yeah. Well, what the tiger was doing was was eating his genitals. Oh, oh, why Why go for the... I yeah. just, are those like the, the morsels of tigers? It I, looked like... Now I never want to get killed by a tiger. It looked like he shot himself. And oh. and the tiger oh, I see. probably dragged him some number of feet. And his. I'm assuming the dragging of him made his pants fall down. Oh. Because he had lost like 40 pounds in prison. So oh. like his pants weren't fitting oh, him very well. And so... That's so he thought the tiger thought, eat, mm, I guess. Delish. I don't know. I don't, Super I don't gross. Know. I don't know if I, I ever needed to learn that. So <laughs> that's all they could do at that moment because they were urgently called to go to the southern end of the property where some cats, I'm assuming tigers and lions and cougars and stuff. <laughs> no, no, these no are just like house cats, cats tabbies, had calico. been spotted getting ready to cross the boundary fence. Oh, I thought they were getting ready to dance and sing. No. First, they had to deal with a male African lion that had managed to get between some junk cars after the first time they shot. Does no one have tranquilizing darts? Right, what the no. fuck? No. Why not? What what sheriff's department carries around tranquilizer darts? Sheriff departments in Ohio where they have no rules about animals yeah. and they know Terry Thompson has a hundred exotic yeah, animals miles away. No, That's they don't. the sheriff's department that should have tranquilizer darts. No, they darts. don't. I pressed my case. And there's dozens and dozens of old cars and RVs and tractors parked in clumps all around this hillside. And there's weeds growing all around everything. Because remember, Terry's been gone for over a year. So it sounds like he didn't keep his land in the best. No. And John and Brenda, sounds like they might have been half-assed in it. That wasn't their job. They were just there to feed the animals. So as they move toward, you know, the other animals that they're spread all over the hillside, they, you know, are up kind of on top of the truck trying to shoot them. Mm Mm-hmm. And from like 70 to 100 yards away and, you know, basically shooting, shooting, shooting until they go down. Lord. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, they don't have a choice. They It's <sighs> going to get dark soon. They don't want these carnivorous animals roaming around. Here's a quote from one of these men shooting the animals. I was sick mm. shooting these animals because they didn't ask to be there. No, they didn't. And, you know, I'm a cat person. (laughs) (laughs) I love cats. I want to adopt adopt a tiger. After a little while, they're running low on ammo, and they call for more. And eventually, they go back to the house where the body was. The white tiger was gone, and near the body, they found uh, blue bolt cutters Mm -hmm. and a stainless steel Ruger 357 Magnum revolver. 
And it was apparent that the cause of death was most likely a gunshot to the head. Mm. So he opens doors, bolts, uh, uh, cuts other cages, shoots himself, and lets the animals roam free, thinking it was going to have a happy ending or just being an asshole and knowing they're almost certainly going to be slaughtered rather than just leave them there and they could find homes for many of them, if not most of them. That is the conclusion most people have made. He is a son of a bitch. There was also like... Raw chicken strewn about. Hmm. What's yeah. that all about? Uh, you know, maybe Did enticing to... them to come out. Maybe, yeah. So yeah. Thinking to make sure they didn't just stay in their mm-hmm. cages and mind their own business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. So there was a, a laceration, a sizable laceration on his head that was consistent with a big cat's bite. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's how they, uh, the cat had dragged him or something. There right. were also yeah. like you know, marks on his arms and shoulders and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So, but that's how they deduced he had been dragged. And because it said it it looked like he had laid on at one spot for a while, probably blood and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then it looked like he had been dragged probably by an arm. And then that's how his pants got pulled Mm -hmm. down. I see. And he got chewed on. We've heard enough about the pants. (laughs) So this went on all evening and then into the next morning. And it, it started raining and everything. Aww. Yeah. And poor Mr. Kopchak, he was kind of forgotten by everybody. He's still in his, his barn, barn with his dog, with his horse. Eventually, his he managed. His mom is still watching. I mean, at some point, though, don't, they've killed the animals near yeah. his horses. Just go, he can he go did. to his house. Okay. He eventually made his way back to his okay. house at nightfall, I said. So he okay. was probably only in there for a couple hours. So 50 animals, mostly 50 animals. large and potentially oh aggressive carnivals. Carnival, carnivals, <laughs> carnivores had gotten loose that day. Wow. And so, you know, things could have gotten much worse. Not a single person besides Terry. That is pretty, pretty surprising. Yeah. Yep. But just some people die and some of those animals live. Well. So, well, you asked about tranquilizers and stuff. I yeah. told you the team from the zoo mm-hmm. yes. did come with tranquilizer darts and all that kind of stuff. And um, one vet was with the team when they went and they, they had spotted a tiger like at the edge of some woods mm-hmm. and it was getting dark. And so like the, the sheriff's deputy said, you know, he, he could see the, the eyes, you know, how you can see cat's eyes kind mm-hmm. of flash. And so he, that's all he could really see. So he was aiming for the eyes. Mm-hmm. This is probably the sniper guy. And they had the gun with tranquilizer dart. So they tried to tranquilize him and basically all it did was make him mad. And then he started to, he was going to run away. So they ended up having to kill him. And that's what happens when you tranquilize a large animal. It takes 10 to 20 minutes to take effect. And so what are they doing in those 10 to 20 minutes? They're running away. So they couldn't risk it. It was just too risky. And that's where Jack Hanna got involved. He came out and a lot of people really like and trust Jack Hanna. I guess he's an Ohio treasure. Mm -hmm. And he basically defended the sheriff's department and what they did. He said they, they really didn't have a choice. I suppose, I suppose. reluctantly we're going to, I'm devastated. Yes. But whatever. Cause by the time the zoo team had gotten there, it was already dark. So mm-hmm. they basically said it's not safe to try. I'm to- surprised Terry Thompson didn't do this at midnight to make it even more difficult for his, the animals to, yeah. I mean, you have to think his intent was, was. for them to go on into yeah. the wild and probably hurt people. 
wreak havoc. Yeah. Yeah. And but but if he had been successful, we'd have native tigers in Ohio, <laughs> in Ohio. right now as we speak. There'd be a, pop- a breeding population of them. Well, they had to gather the animal bodies, you know, after they killed them, and they so they, they didn't want to leave them strewn about Gainesville. Mm-hmm. So they would, Terry would have. They would bring them back to Terry's property, and they were just laying them all kind of in one certain location so that they could account for them. So. John Moore could help them de- determine what was missing, what was still out there and possibly still alive. And somebody managed to snap some pictures. Oh, which of the, a pile of animals? Yeah, oh, God. which was very heartbreaking for mm. some. It looked terrible. Nobody was happy about it. There were 49 animals confirmed dead, and there were 50 that John Moore had accounted for being on the loose. Mm -hmm. So the 50th one was a macaque (gasps) that was positive for hepatitis B. That's not good. Which would not have been good. No. That's worse than A. I don't know. And (laughs) they could never find it. Really? Dead So there's still a a patient zero macaque out there somewhere in the wilds of Ohio. No, they're pretty sure that it was probably eaten by one of the cats, a lion or a Mm. tiger. Or a moot yeah. They got so into killing all the dangerous animals, they even killed a couple of deer and yeah. fawns and, uh, and, a, and a house cat. Well, birds. six of Thompson's animals survived. Three leopards, because they were still in their cages. Oh, smart leopards. Two were the macaques that were in the house, remember, in the cage oh, with yeah. the dog. Oh, yeah. Because they were actually kept in the living room. Jesus Christ. And they were kept in small bird cages. Oh, what so a that piece of great. shit. Yeah, Terry Thompson deserves to die, but Fuck. much more painful. Yeah. And then out back near an empty swimming pool was a small grizzly bear, also in a bird cage. Good what? I hope it was a very large bird cage. And a little no bear. bird cage is large enough for a grizzly bear. They said the house was disgusting. It said it was small, so maybe it was a cub, but it said the Stop. house was disgusting. It smelled horrible. Garbage and feces and Garbage bags that huh. were like Why did Mary spilling. leave this guy? I say, I'm surprised. Hmm. Shocked. Well, I think this happened after she left. I don't think it was like that while she was there. He was gone for a year, and when he came back, she had already left. Mm. So I, I, yeah, I feel that he with... was a slob his entire life. Yeah, probably. He's a hoarder. So Marion came like around noon the next day, and she had to be convinced by the authorities, that all of the surviving animals were going to the zoo. And she just said, please, Mr. Hannah, don't take my babies. Oh. Wait, she wanted to keep the animals. I think the monkeys, the macaques. Uh, is what she so wanted. she's not the a babies. great person yeah, either. Because she, she wants to keep macaques in bird cages. So She did take them. She's... Yeah, even though the zoo people were warning her of what the risks were. She she knew because she had had them since they were babies, I okay, think. Okay, Ohio, right? No, Some they were laws. No laws. This could, is ridiculous. ridiculous. You think no one given have what a happened, they could confiscate them, yeah. right? I, I think given what happened, they should outlaw all exotic pet ownership in Ohio. But she said she was taking them because she'd spent $30,000 on them and that she used to sleep with the young female. Okay. And she had a very strong bond with them, which they said... Clearly, they did. She took them out of the cages and sang them a lullaby, and they clung to her and all that kind of stuff. So they decided to just bury all the dead animals right there on the Thompson property. So they brought in a big digger thing. Digger. A digger thing. (laughs) That's what the article said, a big digger. Backhoe kind of thing. Uh Dug a big hole. 
and like 30 feet deep. And, you know, they just basically scooped him up and plopped him in there. People were really upset. The zoo people were, were really upset to, to see that happen. Yeah. And then Thompson's body was taken and had an um, autopsy and all that kind of stuff. And, it, you know, he died of a gunshot wound. He, you know, probably put the gun in his mouth. He died of hepatitis B and from the shot macaque. It. And the only notable substance in his bloodstream was Benadryl. He had gray powder residue on his left hand that they believed was from the from firing the gun. And there were lots of people that thought, you know, he didn't do it. That he didn't he didn't have that kind of oh gun. Oh my god. That wasn't his gun. And there so was it was a conspiracy theory. He was murdered. There was something weird about the gun though, because it was it had a serial number mm-hmm. and it was registered to a sheriff's deputy. I don't know what that means. I mean, wait, so what the sheriffs uh, made it look, killed him and made it look like a suicide? Well, that sheriff's deputy <laughs> had a, had a like a gun dealer's license, mm-hmm. and that was like his last gun or something. He said, and he just he didn't keep a record of who he he sold, sold it, it to. to. And he yeah, that makes sense. He didn't even remember right. selling it. He just didn't remember what happened to. That it. makes more sense than they so, murdered him and made it look I know, like a suicide. I know, and he, apparently, why would they? I yeah. Mean, they let yeah. it go at that. They they didn't pursue anything with that because it didn't seem like he had done anything. No one was hurt, so he probably wouldn't even have gone to jail, I, mm-hmm. I don't think, right? Say he lived. Say he, cut, he let his animals out. No one was hurt, right? Yeah. No human Correct. was hurt. So, I mean, it would, I can't imagine there's any serious crime that he broke, in Ohio at least. Well, letting them loose would probably be... Something. something. They could have thought of something, yeah. Yeah. Although in Ohio, with their lax animal laws, maybe not. Yeah. And, you know, they talked to his friends, and, you know, basically his friends were saying that he was just broken. He was depressed and sad, you know, when he got out of prison. He, you know, he had lost his wife. And when he got back to his property, it looked terrible. And, you know, some friend came over with a weed eater to help him whack all the weeds and all that kind of stuff. And then, he was also upset because somebody had told him that his wife had cheated on him and all of that kind of stuff. So he had hinted mm-hmm. to a couple of people like, um, you know, that he's going to die. He told one friend, Mary can have it all because I'm going to die. But there's no excuse to let the And his friend out. said, what, do you have cancer yeah. or something? And he just said yeah. no. He knows that's going to end badly. Yeah. Terribly. So, Yes. Either either people are going to get killed and all the animals are going to get killed or both. I, yeah. The most likely outcome was that people and animals were killed. And that's the thing. He had to have known For what sure. was going to happen. Yeah. So he knew those animals yeah. were going to die. And I'm I'm sure some people think he did it on purpose to get back at Marion because she mm-hmm. loved the yeah. animals as much as he did. Surprised she didn't, uh, they, he didn't kill the macaques then, the macaques. Yeah. yeah. For that yeah. reason. And also the whole conspiracy theory that somebody else did it. Right? Why would even people? people how how that? could somebody let out these animals and get away? Yeah, yeah. Probably wouldn't have been able to. Yeah. yeah. Why would you do that? No one would, would take that kind of a risk. I mean, the only person who could have done it and gotten out was John Moore, and mm-hmm. he was super upset about everything yeah. that happened. And yeah, he and had, Brenda, she was not happy. Brenda either. was yeah. so upset. She was very. He had some things to say. He he later would say that he saw deputies shooting animals in cages and you know nobody else had ever hmm. said anything like that and so i don't know but 
But then he also says he doesn't blame them for, you know, that they did what they had to do kind of stuff. But so you asked over and over again, how how could this be legal? Over and over again. The answer is it's very easy for people in Ohio to own exotic animals because there are no laws against it. We know that. So now, oh, and the uh, governor at the time, Mm -hmm. John Kasich, Mm -hmm. because there had been a law before he was elected, some... um, previous incident with a bear or something so there was some kind of temporary law and it expired and john Kasich didn't renew it or something so he decided to let it go really Mm -hmm. so it it's all john Kasich's fault okay yeah just kidding (laughs) he didn't lose that he didn't lose the exotic animal in lobbies from yeah. <laughs> so election. in 2000, this was the end of 2011. So in 2000, obviously, I mean, it is Ohio, but still they decided we need some legislation about this. This was crazy. <laughs> wow. I don't, I was going to say back kind of compliment, but that wasn't even that. <laughs> well, this was, was unusual. There was only like a handful of states. I don't yeah. know what the other ones were at the time. Wherever that, that asshole had super lax lives. Yeah. So they eventually did pass legislation on exotic animal ownership. And there was a lot of people in Ohio who owned exotic pets because they could, Mm. and they were super upset. And they are also not fans of Jack Hanna because I guess that's kind of how he started. As an exotic animal? Yeah. Dealer? Person? Really? I forget what he owned, and I'm not going to go back and find the story because it's kind of gruesome. No, some probably a big cat Mm -hmm. and he had them you know he had like a preserve or whatever get cage fights lions and tigers no but he probably had people come and Mm -hmm. visit with them and a little boy's arm got ripped off oh yikes yeah and yeah so yeah so so people say you did it and didn't do it well and now you want to prevent anybody else from doing it and we're doing it well, right well two wrongs terry thompson yeah, wasn't doing no. it well yeah. or right no one either. no you know no non-institution should have a, a significant number of exotic animals no yeah. one can do it right you can't Nobody. cage them correctly you can't you shouldn't do it I at agree. all it shouldn't even exist and it's they were upset silly. that he basically defended he he was there very early the next morning and he gave lots of tv interviews and stuff mm-hmm. defending the what the sheriff's department had done yeah, exotic animal people, I feel like they're weird. But I like Jack Hanna. <laughs> yes. I think they are too. But I like Jack Hanna, and he said, you know, everything they think about me might be true, but also, you know, here were the three worst things that ever happened to me in my life. One was like his daughter and something about cancer, and I forget what the second one was, and the third one was that incident when with that little boy. He ripped that boy's arm off himself And he said personally. also what they don't realize is he, at, he lost everything because of that so he obviously turned his life around sure or whatever he so he's fine. <laughs> no i'm not gonna cry about <laughs> jack hanna's about fine. jack hanna so um i'm gonna tell you 18 tigers 17 lions eight bears three cougars two wolves one baboon, one macaque, and one man dead in Ohio. That was the... Jesus Christ. And thank God no gibbons. Crazy. Thank God no gibbons. Mm, mm, yes. Mm. Well. Fun, huh? Wow. Another uplifting story from <laughs> really? Carrie. She specializes hey, in these. No, I don't. I haven't done murder and mayhem in over probably 
more than a year. Until now. A couple of years. Because this qualifies as murder and mayhem. Yeah, well. For sure. That's sad. That's really sad. I'm more sad about the animals. That is. I yeah. How did I? Did you hear about this in 2011? No, absolutely I not. I have no recollection of this whatsoever. I didn't hear about it. Yeah. I missed it. I didn't see any yeah. articles on the iPod Touch. <laughs> I don't think I, I would have thought I would, I would have heard about something like that. Like, huh, okay. Yeah. Unless Carrie just made it up. <laughs> no big it up. cats. Really elaborate screenplay she just wrote. Can't have alligators, <laughs> crocodiles, or caimans. He did not? These are what you can't have anymore in Ohio. Oh, okay. Gray wolves, Komodo dragons, Good. hyenas, ooh, ooh. African wild dogs, bears, numerous non-human primates. Numerous. Numerous. No. So that includes gibbons, I imagine. Probably. Yeah. Okay. And Oops. most big cats. Lions, tigers, jaguars, leopards, cheetahs, cougars, lynxes, and servals. Oh, and that means you can have cougars then. She just Did you say cougars? Yeah. Did I? Yeah, yeah. cougars. Okay. How about shaguar? Apparently you can have bobcats. Oh. Medium size. And you can have um but you can have little monkeys. Can you have a jaguarundi? Like a They're like mini jaguars. I don't know. What 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 are the what are the monkeys that are in all the like the TV shows and movies? Like spider monkeys. Chimpanzees? No. Oh, oh you can't have a chimpanzee. <laughs> uh, Capuchin? Oh, Capuchin. 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 Yeah. 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 They're in all the movies. Sure. Yeah. Are they? They're in friends. Organ grinder monkeys, right? Okay. Gotcha. You can probably have capuchins there. But you can have ferrets. You we, can have ferrets. We can't have ferrets. We can't we have, can have ferrets. Nope. Can we ferrets have chinchillas? Stink. Yeah, we can have chinchillas. Probably. Yeah. They can have they can have hedgehogs. All I know is I went to Quokka, as you know. I've still nope. I've been hinting at that for quite a few birthdays and I still don't have one. So You can't have one. Okay. You can't have one. Well, I feel like I should. So anyhow. Okay, well thank you, Carrie. I well, I don't know if I want to say that. Thank you for that <laughs> horrific story of mass animal slaughter in Zanesville in two thousand eleven. That yeah. was um Great, thank you. Thanks for sharing that. Love we can never unknow thank this. You. you know what led me to the story? What? Cocaine cat. Oh, <gasps> cocaine. were there any cocaine bears? No. Nope. In there? No cocaine bears. No huh. cocaine bears? Well, well, you know, they didn't test any of them for... Uh, I doubt they had cocaine. ...substances, but I, I feel like a lot too. of those animals might have been pretty high. Because they weren't acting unusual. They were acting like, you That's know, true. lions and tigers and bears oh act. So. so anyhow, yep. That's my story. Thanks. Until next time. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to Weird World and do all those things that you do. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Go. Bye. (laughs) Bye.